We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Peace to Knicks Nation. This is Thursday Night Knicks. CP from the Knicks Fan TV, my man Jake from the Lenick Podcast. This is the Knicks NBA Trade Deadline special live stream. We didn't trade anybody. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> no, oh, we traded somebody. Yeah, we definitely traded somebody. Right, 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 right. Oh, yeah, it just no, didn't we happen did. at the trade deadline. Just, just but... didn't happen at the trade deadline, man. But um, shout out everybody watching worldwide, YouTube, Twitch, Periscope, Twitter, uh, once again, this is the trade deadline special. Just coming on here a little bit, give you a reaction to, to what was a lackluster trade deadline. The NBA All-Star Draft is also going on at the same time, so we'll cover that as well. Give you a little quick reaction to that. Um, Jake, how you feeling, bro? Feeling good. I'm, I'm feeling good today, CP. Um, you know, just uh, coming off a long day of hard work yeah. and... Uh, yeah, pretty exciting stuff, and I'm uh, pretty excited for this um, live drafting yeah. thing going on here. This is they, exactly what I said they could do last year. Should have done it last year. Should have done it last year. I, th- I thought they missed the excellent opportunity to uh, to get some money, and you know the league. You know Adam Silver. That's his deal. Um, but yeah, finally getting finally getting televised this year. So we'll watch along, see what's going on. But um, relatively lackluster trade deadline for us. And, you know, obviously the KP trade was was everything. Obviously the the biggest trade of the of the dead by the deadline. But um, deadline day we didn't we didn't do much. Canna got cut. West Matthews got bought out, and and Frank uh, survived. So what, what's your take from from those uh, maneuvers there? I mean, everything made sense besides keeping DeAndre Jordan. I know that they want DeAndre Jordan to quote-unquote mentor Mitch, but yeah. it's not like, you know, Mitch can't do anything that DeAndre Jordan could do. It's not like DeAndre Jordan's this type of guy that um, that has refined his game to the point where you can trust him to mentor a guy like uh, Mitch Robinson. Yeah. Like, I think in everybody's greatest fantasy, Mitch Robinson 
can develop a jump shot and shoot a three ball or yeah. even shoot a mid range. I still think we need. I, I don't see. I don't think he could start next year though. That's the thing with Mitch. I don't think Mitch can start next year. So I kind of wanted somebody. If DeAndre Jordan comes for twenty million less than he's making, I give him the vet minimum. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's making twenty two million dollars. That's way too much. But yeah, um, I mean, th- th- there's no doubt about that. I, yeah. I I'm not saying DeAndre Jordan can't be a, at least a decent fit moving forward, but. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, just in terms of a tanking effort, um, it's a little disappointing to see DeAndre Jordan stay there because I think he definitely makes our team immediately better. I like DeAndre. He's a good player. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, li- I like him. I like him. And, and I think, you know, Fisdale definitely is, is rating him. I think, obviously, they're going to – they probably will consider him if, if Kevin Durant comes. And, and we'll talk about Katie's tirade in a little bit. But – um you know, the, a lot of the moves, I didn't expect us to make any moves. I was Like you said, Vonley was probably the most likely to get us back mm-hmm. something that, you know, might be worth a little bit. But even he regressed past couple of games. You know, he, his stock definitely dropped a little bit. Uh, Moutier, I didn't think we were going to we were gonna get anything for. The Canna trade, I thought the salary was just way too much. You know, I knew the buyout. You expected the buyout to come. And uh, Wes Matthews, Wes Matthews got bought out. He went to the Pacers. West Good Matthews piece for the Pacers. I mean, the Pacers, the Pacers need some pieces right now after Oladipo. I mean, they, they looked like a very serious contender there for a while. Yeah. And obviously, I have a pretty close affiliation to them. As you can see, I'm rocking my uh, Hoosiers, IU Hoosiers today. You went to Indiana with Von Lee and them, right? And all the deep on them. I, I I used to call games for Vonley when he was on the IU basketball game. That's uh okay. essentially my first year in broadcasting. Yeah, That's uh, Vonley, up, Yogi Farrell, all those guys. Yeah. yeah, I called a lot of games for him. Oh, play by play. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's dope, man. I, I, I mean, I had my own radio show on um on WIUX, the uh, student radio for Indiana University students. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, I did play by play for the basketball teams as well. And okay. uh, yeah, I was. I, I knew Vonley and Yogi back in the day, and uh, when a funny story was when uh, Vonley declared for the draft his fresh after his freshman season was over. I saw him in the uh, cafeteria, and I just walked up to him like Vonley, man, like you couldn't just stay one more year for us. Yeah. He's like, I got to make that paper, bro. I got to make that paper. <laughs> no doubt, bro. I got you. <laughs> yeah, now nah, that's what's up, man. That, that's definitely dope. Um, somebody in the chat, Jamon Pascal, says he's a graduate at IU as well, man. So you got some hey. fellow alums in the chat. Shout out to the who, chat. Who, who? Shout out to the chat, man. On, the, on this last minute live stream, my cousin called me. He was like, "Yo, you're gonna go live tonight?" I was like, "Ah, it was a quiet deadline." You know what I mean? I didn't really feel like it, but then I was like, "You know what? I'll just throw in a little hour. We'll give some people a chance to call in." Weigh in on the deadline. There's still definitely a lot to talk about. Oh, no. It's it's a lot to talk about, man. A lot to talk about. I mean, you know, it was a very slim chance that this AD trade was going to go down, whether it was us or the Lakers. But obviously, AD stands firm in in New Orleans. Um, We know Boston is, is promising the Pelicans some sort of package in the summer. So basically, Danny Ainge is like, yo, listen, we're going to go through this playoff run with all my pieces. And then in the summertime, we'll, we'll talk. We'll, we'll see who I, I'll give you. I might give you Tatum or something. What, what do you think? You know, you, you got to give Danny Ainge just a lot of credit because he is the type of GM that the Knicks just never had. First of all, he makes smart moves as opposed to stupid moves. Yeah. But the, the correct radio term for what Danny Ainge has is stones. And they drop down to the floor. Yep. He, I mean, like, 
AD's dad came out and literally said he doesn't want his son to end up in Boston. He doesn't trust Boston. He doesn't think they're a good business. But Danny Ainge just taking matters into his own hands, just like, I'm going to go out and try and get AD. If there's an opportunity to get a good player and I have a real chance of getting him for a deal that excites me, I'm going to take that chance and work on recruiting him to stay while he's in Boston. And the same goes for Kyrie, too. Like, it's sure. not a guarantee that Kyrie's going to stay at this point. Yeah. And, uh, and and Danny Ainge is just putting all of his chips into the middle of the poker table. Yeah, you're right, man. You're right. You can't count out Ainge. You cannot count out Ainge. He's been an executive of the decade. I mm. didn't think that, um, you know, there was going to be any chance after 80s pops basically torched the bridge. But here we are. You know what I mean? Here we are. And it's listen, I think it's, it's going to end up coming down to, first and foremost, they, they wanted no parts of the Lakers trade. There was no way they wanted to give the, the Lakers what they thing. wanted. No way. They. I mean, the funny, the, the funniest part about that is, like, if this is true, the Pelicans front office should be celebrated because, you know, LeBron was doing his trade deadline thing where everybody is um, trying really hard to uh, – where he's trying to trade his whole team, shopping his whole team to try and get any superstar to play with because he's not the competitor that Michael Jordan was, but that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. Um, but – you know, uh, if the Pelicans seem to not have any interest at all in shopping AD to the Lakers. And Windhorse and Woj came out yesterday and they said, essentially, that the Pelicans were upset with the Lakers tampering with AD, trying Definitely. to recruit him to come over there while he's still under contract with the Pelicans. Something that LeBron has gotten away with a lot throughout his career because he is LeBron James. And just to, you know, uh, you know, declare psychological warfare on the Lakers mm-hmm. uh, tried to get the Lakers to shop their whole team. And you saw it last night, two nights ago, like LeBron sitting three seats away from his teammates on the bench. The whole team seemed to have turned against him and the Lakers are in disarray right now. So credit to the Pelicans. Cause that was a crazy, crazy move. That was their end game. Yeah. Yeah. Now they, they weren't going to give LeBron what he wanted, man. They were, they were not going to give LeBron what he wanted, man. And, and speaking of LeBron, the, uh, the all-star draft is going on. Uh, we see a couple guys off the board. LeBron goes KD first, obviously. Obviously. LeBron goes. Player in the NBA. Yeah. KD, <laughs> LeBron, James Harden, Kawhi Leonard, and Kyrie Irving. The starters for Team LeBron. KD, LeBron, Kawhi Leonard, uh, and Kyrie Irving. That's for Team LeBron. James Harden as well on that team. Um, oh, LeBron also picked Anthony Davis for the bench. Uh, Come on, classic. man. It's over with, man. <laughs> it's over with. What are we talking about here? Le- Le- LeBron's, like, alternate motives are so, like, so on display right now. Like, Giannis, this is what I love about Giannis. Giannis, yeah. he he doesn't care. He he wants to be, like, he's got Milwaukee in first place in the East. He is, like, his own person. Like, he's his own all-star. He doesn't want to be the beta on, other, on, on another superstar's team. And he's just picking because he has his loyalties. Steph Curry picked him nice. first last year. He's picking him first this year. You know, he, he likes uh, Embiid, the foreign players. He gets Embiid. But LeBron, you know, he wants to recruit people for the uh, summer. So, you know, yeah. he's picking KD. Oh, and he's got Clay. He just picked Clay. Oh, this uh, is Clay. Oh, this is over, man. Forget about it. He, this is literally a recruit trip for, for LeBron. Forget about it, all, man. All it is. Let me, let's, let's take a look at the Greek Freaks team. Shout out to everybody in the chat. What's going on, people? Just uh, just over here chatting with Jake. Hit that thumbs up button for your boys. Definitely subscribe to the channels. Um, let's go to the phones, Jake. Let's let's see who's on. Wants to chat. 
Ed in New Haven wants to talk about why we should not trade for Anthony Davis. Ed, how you feeling, bro? Hey, how's it going, guys? Chillin', chillin', what's, what's going, going on? on? I want to make a couple points on this, actually. Yeah. Is it okay if I say them? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, first of all, you know, they're going to demand everything from us. Our young players, our top pick from this year, and our future first-round picks. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, not yet. And you're going to have to pay. You're in my opinion, pay up, it's not a fact. Like, I think he really put the Knicks name in the news to put pressure on the Lakers to trade for him. So why would we want a guy who's using our name to get himself pushed around the league? Yeah, I mean, I I, I think I I think the uh, I think the Knicks talk is real, man. What do you what do you think, Jay? I, I think it's real. So I don't know anything off top, you know. Are, to are, say, are, yeah, are we talking name? about AD? AD, AD, AD. Oh, yeah. um, well, the thing that I'm hearing about AD is that. Uh, I'm trying to think of the potential trade packages that we could offer for AD. Because if you have a chance to get AD, you get AD. He's 25 years old. He's like a top three talent in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has those injury concerns. Um, but my, the, what it all leads back to essentially is if – let's play the hypothetical game here. Um, the Knicks get the number one pick in the draft, and you know, the consensus is that it's Zion Williamson. Do you package you know Frank – Zion and let's throw Alonzo Trier into this situation for AD. And in that situation, I say absolutely. 100%, but they're going to no, want everybody. No they're going to want Knox and Mitch. You're going to have to put yeah. Mitch in the deal and Knox. All five of them? They're going to want like that. that. They're, they're going to want something heavy, man. They're going to want Listen, something heavy, man. I, I was very, I mean, anybody that follows my account, the Lennox on Instagram, Twitter, whatever, they know that I've been literally whining and crying for the past week over Kate, uh, over the KP trade. I hated it. Yeah. Um, but what it was was literally a play, putting all their marbles into the middle of the table, shoving their chips into the middle of the table, saying mm-hmm. that we are going all out for KD and Kyrie or Kemba or whoever it is. And, you know, I, if it wasn't for the Knicks history, I wouldn't mind the plan. But we've tried this over and over again. Never works out. Never works. Um, but if you get KD and Kyrie, then, yeah, you sell every other part to get AD in that situation. Because you have AD, KD, so and you were, Kyrie. So you, you would put, you put the whole house on it. Oh, absolutely! You, you get those three; those guys are are top ten talents not, in the NBA. I'm not doing it, man. And then what do you? And, and then what else? That's a mistake. What else? Who's on the bench, Jake? You're gonna give I, up I mean, all the young plays, all your assets, all that flexibility out the window. I mean, look, look at what LeBron has been doing the past ten years of his career. I mean, he went to the Heat. They had three max contract guys in the top ten of the NBA in their primes. And then the rest of the team was filled that's, with a bunch of guys that were vet mins and a couple a diff- guys. That's under- different, though, Jake. That's different. That's a different guy, man. That's a Can different I make guy. one more point? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Ed. One more point. It, it's been also a move that just destroys our culture building. goes against everything okay. Scott Perry everything out has the been window. preaching. See you later. through the draft. Rebuild and this. signing free agents. But did they not just do that by trading and, KP for a bunch of other people that, that that don't really fit the system right now? Trading our franchise centerpiece for Not really, for actually. Tell him, Ed. Let him know, Ed. A no-guarantee player. This KP has a bad knee. He was not playing this year at all. He didn't prove anything on the Knicks as much as we were in love with him. He did nothing. He was an all-star at 22, but, yeah, I guess that's nothing. Go ahead. 
What do you got to uh, say know, about that, Ed? What do you, let me hear something, it's man. It's actually, if we get KD and Kyrie, it's a brilliant move. I don't know about you, but these things don't oh, happen, I, I completely like, happen overnight. Yeah. No, no, no. If the Knicks get KD and Kyrie, it it was a brilliant move. It it was absolutely a brilliant move. We get KD and Kyrie. But as a Knicks fan, I don't see why so many Knicks fans are jumping to the conclusions that we're automatically going to get KD and Kyrie just because they're free agents. KD hasn't hinted that he wants to be a Knick or has any affiliation to the Knick, as was the case yesterday. Kyrie, you know, he has... He was tight yesterday. Yeah, he was tight. People asked him about it. He's just like, I just want to play basketball. Was, I want to play this tight, season. Man. I want to win the championship. Like, this oh. is what I'm doing. You guys Dude. are trying to get it between me and my Appreciate teammates. Appreciate the call. Has, Go ahead, Jake. He, he hasn't hinted that he wants to be on the Knicks, but this is the Knicks doing what the Knicks do, and everybody wants to praise him, uh, praise Scott Perry and Steve Mills and all these guys for pulling this trade off. But to me, it it, 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 it reeked of classic Knicksicism. <laughs> where they just uh, yeah, I know, I know you didn't. Have, I don't. I know you didn't like the trade, man. You didn't like the trade. It, 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 I've literally been sick for the past week thinking about this trade. Listen, it, it, it just, it's more of the same. It's more of the same. I, I, it does. It happen. does reek of more than the same on the simple fact that nobody ever last year, whether it's a star player or a draft pick, and that I mean that's the fact. You can't deny that. But in this situation, it was a little bit different though, because in this situation, they didn't want to be here. And prob- probably because of that very same fact. I have trouble believing that KP just straight up said that he didn't want to be here. I think that, you know, just like anybody, he voiced his concerns about the Knicks not winning and the Knicks, you know, the culture that the Knicks have. Right. Because the Knicks have stunk for 20 years. Who the right. hell wouldn't have a problem with that? Right. But I think that the Knicks did KP a real disservice here. In, and and when you're supposed to buy into a franchise centerpiece, they didn't do that. And to me, it just seemed like they were trying to get rid of anybody that Phil Jackson had his paw prints on just to get a fresh start. And if that's the case, that's fine. But be honest about it. They tried to demonize KP through the media by leaking all this information that KP didn't want to be here. But who's releasing all this information? It's all of the listen, Dolan drones that listen. work in it's all and they could have KP's camp could have easily clapped back with information on their own. It was clear they didn't want to be here, bro. And I, I, I get the frustration. I don't. I get. I get the. Uh, you know, they want to get rid of Phil's people. They wouldn't just want to exile. Why would they just want to exile KP like that? That it doesn't make sense. Why would they want to do that? I, I agree. It doesn't make sense. But the thing is, is that they. They. It, it seemed like they wanted to exile KP because he was a Phil Jackson guy. Just like most James Dolan regimes, and this one is no different, yeah. they have the alternate motive of um, demonizing the past culture and trying to move on from the past culture as opposed to moving forward with assets that you already have while simultaneously banking on assets you don't have coming to listen the Knicks. To, I mean, listen, it's, it's a gamble. It's a gamble. And I didn't, I didn't want to get into this KPU debate, but I'll just say this. It's the gamble they had to take. He didn't He didn't want to be here. It was clear he didn't want to be here. It was clear that his brother wanted to take him in a different direction. And I agree. I agree with it. You know what I mean? I can't, I can't knock them for wanting to do that, for not trusting the process and wanting to put KP, who has a limited shelf life. We know that based on the injuries, based on his size. The odds are not in his favor for a long, long career. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, I don't have an issue with. I don't think. I don't think it was a case of the Knicks trying to push him out the door. I don't think they would do that because you know they would. Of course, they would want him here to re to, for the rebuilding process. 
You know what I mean? Listen, I, 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 I wish that that was the case. It just didn't seem like that. And also, we're not going to ignore the point that they did sell KP at his lowest value point ever. If he did want out of the it, door. He got hurt. Did. I mean, but that, he got hurt. You know what I'm saying? I, I, he got hurt, but let him play. The, the guy's been working all year to make a comeback, and he looks better than ever, even on the side. Like everything that gets released, he's been working his ass off. Like, yeah, but I don't. I, I, I don't believe that they held him out. You believe that they held him out on purpose? Then why would Dallas hold him out? What, what's Dallas's I, impetus? What's their impetus for holding him out? They don't have the draft pick. I, I don't think they're holding him out. I just think that we got a horrible return on value for him, and the whole point. You don't salary dump a franchise centerpiece, a potential uh, game-changing player who's 23 years old. I just think that it was a stupid move. And this isn't me saying that I don't think we got nobody in return. I love Dennis Smith Jr. Anybody that knows me knows I love Dennis Smith Jr. But to say that Dennis Smith Jr. is half the talent that KP is, you're wild. No, I'm not not saying that. But you got to understand he's coming off of ACL surgery. You know what I mean? It's going to be a low cost. What do you think you're really going to get for a guy coming off ACL surgery that you've never seen play in, in a year and is going to, again, once again, sit out this whole year? I mean, there's been a lot of players in recent memory that has come back from ACL injuries. Katie I, had an I ACL understand injury. that. I also understand Westbrook that. Westbrook had an ACL injury. I mean, there's a lot of players that come back from this. But, yeah. I mean, uh, listen, a lot of Knicks fans are, are, are buying into the demonization of KP, and that's fine. They can believe in what they want. Just, just what I believe in. I, I just think that this is more – bad business and more leaked information about you know one of our star players this is now the second star player in the last five years that have parted ways with the Knicks and uh got got pretty blasted through the media and I think that people like KD and and Kyrie will see this and ultimately not want to sign with us because they see what's going to happen to uh star players in New York if they are unable to win a championship and that worries me a little bit Personal. I mean, listen, all fair points. It's all it's all fair points. Um, you know, listen, they have a long way to go before they rebuild their image. You know what I'm saying? But this was a, a breakup, I think, that will serve both sides well. He didn't want to be here. Get him out of here. If Listen, obviously the goal is going to be to get these two players in the offseason, maybe get AD as well. And if they don't do it, you gotta just keep you just keep rolling with the flexibility, man. You got that flexibility. It, they would have had to attach the asset to Timmy or Lee to get them out of there to get that flexibility. I don't look at it as a straight up salary dump. I look at it as a salary dump, and you get an opportunity. You get an asset in Dennis Smith Jr. Yeah, he's not on KP's caliber, but if we get these two guys, all this is gonna be forgotten. Well, it's, it's a lot of ifs. It's I a mean, lot of ifs. I get it. It's but I, I, I'm, I'm whatever. I mean, like, it is what it is. It happened, and um, you know, hopefully, the Knicks can 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 get it going moving yeah. forward. I, I, it's just a large part of me, and you know, I see the chat blowing up. People don't uh don't love this take because you know KP has been demonized by fans and whatever. Yeah. But uh, for me, I've been a fan for 26 years now, and Steve Mills has been there for 20 of them, and 20 of them have stunk because Steve Mills has been there. <laughs> it's very hard for me to trust the Knicks front office trying to sell us on a pipe dream at this point after 20 years. So I've been seeing a lot of PTSD comments in the comment section. <laughs> yes, that, that's fair. You can def- the chat's you can coming for you tonight, Jake. You, you, you can definitely say that I got PTSD. That is a completely the chat, fair the, thing. The chat's say. coming for you tonight, man. All right, let's, let's go to the phones. Back to the phones. Shout out everybody in the chat. 
Uh, anybody new, just give me a hashtag new so we can shout you guys out. All right, Max, you're up next, man. What do you um? What did you think about this lackluster trade deadline? And and uh, yeah, man, everything else was good. CP, Jake, what's good? What's good, bro? What's happening? Listen, first of all, I had I had the chat lit today because you know they were talking about Frank, and you know I had to get him, bro. You know. I had to do it. You know, yeah, you know, I don't. Like, I don't know. I don't know if the Frank haters are, are mad that he didn't that he survived the deadline, man. I don't know. I think a lot of the the Frank haters were coming at you, Max. What happened, man? I don't know, man. But you know, I had to handle my business. You know, you know, the real Nick fans always beat the the, the ill-informed ones. Yeah, you know, they don't know nothing like that. <laughs> so one of these guys, one of the, one of the guys named Ace said, Dennis Smith was the best point guard. We had in the last 20 years. And I said, you know what? You can't talk to these guys, man. No way. Dan Smith shot 24 times and scored 25 points, which is cool. It's all right. And now he's the best point guard we had in 20 years. I I mean, let's see, man. Going back to 2000. No, he's not better than Steph. He's got a long way to go. Stephon Marbury is better than him. Stephon Marbury is a lot better. Stephon Marbury was great. Yeah, another guy that averaged like 20 and 7 for. He, yeah, he averaged uh, eighteen huh? and eight about uh, yeah right, about that. Steph uh, averaged uh, about Korea. eight. Yeah, fucking Korea. Facts. Yeah, okay. Steph. Steph had an underrated statistical about... career. Just didn't win much. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah. All right, so I want to talk about the Knicks moving forward, right? Okay. Because I think the Knicks are the closest. I know this is going to sound strange. Mm-hmm. They ever been to winning a championship. They have ever been. Oh. And I know you good, people go, what? Huh? Huh? What? Listen, people talk <laughs> about the Knicks and Catholics. Knicks has never been in this position. Ever. Never, ever. Not even in 2010. They only had one max slot. And they mm-hmm. had freaking, I think, Eddie Curry on the team. Who? You want to play with Eddie Curry? Nobody wants to play with Eddie Curry. I don't even know. Eddie Curry could be selling crap in Chicago right now. <laughs> Nobody knows what Eddie Curry's doing right now. He's probably you know eating cheese. You know what I'm saying? Nobody wants to play Eddie Curry. You know how, remember how lazy Eddie Curry was? Oh, my God. But it was terrible. Nick, literally, Nick, literally, have two max slots in the best free agent class in since 2010. Mm-hmm. Not only that, if they were to strike out, they just continue moving forward, piling assets. This is the best position they've ever been. Now, I got to get a for this KP take. Mm-hmm. Anybody who was paying attention saw how he was switching. And I want to tell you something, right? I was talking to my cousin, right? Who's mm-hmm. a LeBron fan, right? And then he yeah. texts me what Woj said. It's so crazy what, how the whole thing that He texts me what Woj said about KP. Remember, he said, oh, KP's meeting with them. Yeah. You know what I said? Mm-hmm. Yo, they're going to have to trade this guy. He's going to try to put 80 on us because this guy's always freaking complaining, man. What are you complaining you got a torn ACL. Prove you can play first. And I know you said, oh, people have torn ACLs. Yeah, but they're not 7'3". That's the point. That's the big difference. 7'3", human bodies are not meant to be that tall. It's just, it's not like, um, it's not, I don't know how you can put it. Because Yao Ming was 7'4". Yao Ming only played like eight years. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, yeah. in fairness, yeah, he, he had a lengthy yeah, career in China before also, he came. He, he had a lengthy career in China before he, he came. Had, yeah, he had he a lengthy career. Five. He was also 320 pounds. You know, it's it's different. KP has, you know, oh, KD yeah, well, had an ACL problem, and he's seven feet tall, and he's about the same size as KP. I don't see why KP isn't the type of player 
that can come back from this. I just think it, it sounds like a giant spin zone when you're trying to say KP can't come back from an ACL. It's not like he's carrying that much I'm weight. Saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, this is, Jake, this is what I'm saying. I'm saying, KP, you just learned to wipe your ass. Don't tell me how to run my team. Don't tell me. Hey, you fair. haven't even proved. Yeah, you have talent. You have a lot of potential. You have, you, we see it. But you don't, you're not telling me what to do. Clarence Gaines told, sent him a shot on Twitter. He said, stay humble. Clarence Gaines told him to stay humble, man. Exactly. And you know he would know. Clarence Gaines would know more than any of them. He knows this guy switched up. He, he got to his head, man. It got to his yeah. head. And guess what? And we have to sacrifice the unicorn to get KD <laughs> and Kyrie or KD and Kawhi. Sac- you got to sacrifice KD him, Jake. And Anthony Yo, sacrifice, you, you, you have to do like the, sacri- the sacrimonial, uh, you know, uh, sacrifice <laughs> yeah. of uh, the unicorn on oh, Madison yeah. Square Garden soil to raise it from uh, the yeah, ashes. Like, my <laughs> point is, <laughs> yeah, man. CP and Jake, my point is this: we cannot compare any time in history to this time right here. This we have never, of course, been this of course, of flexible. course, flexible. We never had the ass. Never. Never Absolutely, happened. Man. It has never happened. What, what, what about Appreciate in 2009? It. You don't think 2009 we, we had a similar situation? What, that summer LeBron? Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we blew it in a year, though. We blew okay. it all. They went all that in the tubes in a year. Donnie Walsh did all that work to untie the knots. They wasted it on Amari. But they, they they didn't waste it on Amari. They struck out on LeBron. Right. Well, they didn't. Either, they they got Amari. They thought Amari would be enough of a selling point to pair up with LeBron. It obviously was not. Yeah. Then we were stuck with Amari and a bunch of like nice young players: Gallo, uh, Wilson Chandler, Timothy Moskov. Like the whole team was was kind of like loaded with a yeah. bunch of these nice young pieces that can move forward. And then Donnie Walsh was forced by James Dolan and Steve Mills to trade for Carmelo Anthony prematurely. Yeah, Donnie but also Walsh. remember, also, I believe, I don't even think they had a first-round pick in that offseason after they got Melo. That, I think that pick was gone to get, uh, to get T-Mac and all those guys here when, when, when Donnie Walsh had to, had to um, trade off Jordan Hill. He had but- to pair off a first-round pick. So we, we didn't have all our assets during that time. We didn't have we, all we didn't have all of our assets, but we did have a lot of assets at that time. Let's not yeah, undersell the assets that we had. And if we waited to sign Carmelo as opposed to trade for him stupidly by the hand of James Dolan and Donnie and uh, James Dolan and Steve Mills, we would have been able to have Amari Stoudemire and Carmelo Anthony alongside Wilson Chandler, Danilo Gallinari, yeah. Ray Felton, and you know the trajectory of the 2010s could have been a lot different if yeah. we didn't. Uh, if we didn't trade for Mello, but that's why this, Donnie Walsh resigned like a day after Mello, yeah. we traded for Mello because he didn't want to they, do that. This is the first, this is the first, first, first time since they traded Patrick. Just 20 years, Jake. This is a 20, this is the first time in 20 years we're basically starting with a blank slate, clean slate. Right, and listen, then I, some, I, and then some. No, that, that, that's, a, that's a fact. I'll, I'll give you that. That's for sure. We We got draft picks. We got... We got young players. I mean, again, I like Dennis Smith Jr. I mean, if he if yeah. he's the guy that we got to move forward with now. But but also, uh, to, to go back to uh, – it's Ed, right? Ed was the caller? Yeah, Ed was the first one. Yeah. Max so, was the next one. So, Ed, um, going forward, like, he was talking about Frank. I know that this team's really trying to move out Frank because, again, I think that they're really trying to clean the slate of Phil Jackson players, the Euro uh, – 
the Euro train that we had going for us, I think is kind of going out the door. Mm-hmm. But I think moving forward, like if you draft Zion or RJ or whoever you have planned, if you get the number one pick in the draft, I think Frank's a really good fit next to Dennis Smith Jr. I think he's an ideal fit because Dennis. Smith I want to see it. He's like a a ball dominant player. He needs the ball in his hands. He's a good passer. Good. Yeah playmaker and frank you know he kind of likes to move off the ball and play defense and that's not really dennis smith jr's strong point like i feel like their weaknesses and strengths complement each other pretty well so I, I i don't think that they should be so quick to move frank i feel like him and dennis smith jr can uh can complement each other pretty well what do you think about that i want to see it i want to see it man i'm i'm interested in in seeing how that plays out um will frank have more success off ball with dennis smith jr on ball we'll see you know, um, like a couple callers alluded to uh, in the last stream we had, Frank's success this year and last was still at the point. You know, even though um, they try to force him at the three at times and at the two at times, is his best play this year, which is very limited, was still at the point. So let's see. Uh, well, let's see. Let's see what, what happens. But I think, obviously, Dennis Smith Jr., he's on the clock. We'll see what happens coming up in the draft. And um, we'll, we'll see if, if they could uh, if they can get it together. Um, once again, shout out everybody in the chat. This is a uh, impromptu live stream. I just hit up Jake and say, you know what, let's let's get on and and um, talk about the draft. Shout out everybody in the chat. If you're new in the chat, uh, give me a hashtag new. Shout out to Jay, who's new. Ronaldo Reyes. We have Gertz Spear Dovikis from Latvia. We got Latvia in the building, Jake. What a shout out to uh, to the guy in Latvia. You're not forgotten. Yeah, man. Yo, there's people from Latvia still watching, man. We got people from France in here. Shout out to France in the building. Must be um, some Frank fans. You know what I'm saying? Vive la France. Vive la France. (laughs) Absolutely, man. Absolutely. All right, let's go back to the phones, Jake. First up is um, Jermaine from New Jersey. He wants to talk about the future, and he wants to start ISO. Jermaine, what's up, bro? Hey, listen, uh, Jake CP, what's going on? First time first time messing with y'all podcast, man. It's, it's definitely good to hear some Knicks fans out here talking some real business. Of course, um, appreciate it. Let me just say this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to just say this from Rip, man. Uh, it's, it's times like, like, like what we're in right now in these last few years, which is why I really have a dislike for bandwagon fans because these bandwagon fans are not living and dying with every trade, with every trade rumor, with every release, with every signing, mm-hmm. the way true Knicks fans are. And it's crazy how they come out the woodwork if and when we do get good. So for yeah. Knicks Nation, you know, keep on loving our team the way we loving our team. And nice. we all know who's been there from day one. Yeah, man. So I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to say that first. Second, I'm going to say this. Um, as it relates to AD, I wouldn't really put all our chips in the middle of the table and do any and everything possible to get him to the Knicks. First of all, he's injury prone. And second, mm-hmm. if you take a real unbiased landscape of the East moving forward, mm-hmm. uh, Milwaukee and Philadelphia may be the only teams who are perennially in the playoff race yeah. moving forward for the next five years. And see, Jake, this is why I say you don't make that AD trade. It's because we're still going to be behind the eight ball, bro. All these teams, look at what Philly just did. Look at what Milwaukee just did. Milwaukee just picked up Meritich. Philly just picked up Tobias Harris. They're probably going to sign a max amount. They just picked up. Uh, Absolutely. They just got another guy. Who Philly just pick up again? They just picked up a wing. Um, name is slipping me. Somebody they, in the chat will bring it up. They just got um, 
They just got somebody. Uh, what's his name? What's his name? They got another guy. A, another rotation piece. They, they well, just. I, got. I, I'm not saying we should give in all of our assets for AD. I said we should do that. This is my take. I mean, yeah. like, you, feel free to disagree. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. It's all part of it. But I think that if we do end up getting a guy like KD and Kyrie, KD's 31 years old. Mm-hmm. So if we want to capitalize and win a championship with him, I think we need to shove our chips into the middle of the table. Now, I don't necessarily believe that right. we're going to get KD because yeah. a lot of people live in this fantasy land that the Knicks get every single free agent. We don't. <laughs> we don't get anybody. We don't get anybody. Never had. I don't know why anybody Bella would Bella the only one that wanted to stick around, man. But that's the like. That's my Hello? thing. Like. If you get KD and Kyrie and you're ready to compete for a championship right now, I think AD gives us our best chance to become title contenders as opposed to the slew of young talent that we do have now. And then moving forward, you compete in the East. You'll be at the top of the East for at least three good years. And then moving forward, you got AD – who's a Nick now, and he could be a Nick for life, and he's only 25 he's years only old. He's only 25. So I get that. I get so that. So you can build a team around him. It's fluid. It's yeah. not yeah. like, ahead. you know, ahead, Jimmy. Off field, so. Go ahead, Jimmy. Yeah, um, and, and just a couple more things, and I appreciate the time. Yeah, no problem. For me, you know, as a Nick fan, going going back as long as I can remember, man, for, for, for me, homegrown talent is not only something that I long for, but as, as Nick's nation, I feel like we deserve to have homegrown yeah. talent. And it's in that vein, which is why I say, give Alonzo Trier starters minutes for the rest of the season. Let this kid make his mistakes. Let this kid find out what his signature's moves are and are not. Mm-hmm. Let him build his confidence and play in this league and bring him back next year uh, an incredible player. And like let let him be something that, that we've always had, that we drafted, that we saw something in, and let him be ours. Let him be part of yeah. whatever championship run we ever make in the future. I want that so badly. And okay. also, too, it, it may be idealistic, right? But mm-hmm. for me, I'm holding out hope, even though all the Knicks history tells me not to. I'm holding out hope for the whole KD, Kyrie, Zion situation. And I refuse to let anybody knock me off of that belief. And until I know for a fact that that's not going to happen, then I'll accept that reality then. But right, right now, as a Knicks fan, all we have, all we've ever had was hope, man. So um, hope, that's man. how I'm looking at it. Appreciate it, Jermaine. Appreciate it, man. Um, Jonathan Simmons was the guy I was talking about. Jonathan John- Simmons was a good pickup for Jonathan like Simmons. That. So they got, so they got Tobias. They got Jonathan Simmons. They going for it. Philly's going for it, man. Uh, you you gotta you gotta respect what Philly's doing right now. Yeah. Like you want to talk about shoving your chips into the middle of the table? They're yeah. not taking any. I mean, like, I whether or not Jimmy Butler is the cancer they say he is is still out on the table. But you're gonna add another perennial all-star to the situation yeah, yeah. uh cool. on top of that like you know you, you don't know how that's gonna work out per person personality yeah. wise personnel wise so philly philly's going for it you saw milwaukee just traded for meritage so they trying to build on the depth and then you saw toronto trade for gasol toronto has gasol in there what do you think about that trade i i think it's incredible in terms of the Atlantic, because you know us Knicks fans, we gotta. I, I think we're so like consumed with how bad we are for so long that we yeah. don't like look at our division as actual competition. We kind of look at like the bottom of the NBA as competition to compete for draft picks with. Um, but the Sixers and the Raptors are both in the Atlantic, and they both made gigantic moves to get pretty damn better than they were before better. today. Better, um, man. Mark is old. He's one of the best defensive centers in the league. He can also stretch the floor and shoot Big a little time. bit. Better than Valanciunas. 
Yeah. Oh, much. Valanciunas stinks. <laughs> Valanciunas had that what, that good one good year about two years ago, and he fell off. Oh my team. god! You know, Valanciunas is one of the most overrated players in the NBA. But you pair uh, Gazol up with Kawhi. That's already a defensive, you know, twosome that can break, mm-hmm. wreak havoc. But then you also got Kyle Lowry, who's a player. You got Pascal Siakam, who's a player. Like yeah. these guys can ball, man. Like Raptors going to be good, man. So no, they, they. I was actually talking about with some friends today. The Eastern. Uh, conference playoffs is going to get real it's juicy. Gonna scary, man. It's going to get crazy. Facts. Um, so the all-star draft is over with, you know, team, team LeBron wins again. I don't know. I don't know what the freak was thinking about, man, when he put this team together. So is Greek freak, Steph Curry, Kemba, Joel Embiid, Vucevic, Westbrook, Blake, um, um, Jokic, Paul George. It's not that that bad, but um, I mean, it's it's an all star team. Yeah, it's not going to be Chris Chris Middleton, D'Angelo Russell, and uh, and Kyle Lowry. I don't know. Damn, you got like all the point guards on the team. Yeah, you got point five guard point guards on the team. <laughs> I mean, uh, Le- LeBron doesn't want to draft point guards because he want to have the ball in his hands. So. Yeah, it must be man. So let, let me see what uh what team LeBron is looking like here. Oh, that's a player pool. Now, now LeBron's team is stacked, man. It's, it's crazy. It's, LeBron's it's team is stacked. It's it's LeBron, Katie, AD, uh, Kyrie, and Harden as, as the starters. No, AD's off the bench, actually. Go figure. AD's actually off the bench. Well, he was a reserve, so he's got to come off the bench anyway. Yeah. All right, here it goes right here. So it's, uh, it's LeBron, Katie, James Harden. Kyrie Irving, Kawhi Leonard, and let me just uh, make it a little bit. I smaller. mean that that four right there is the stupidest thing in the world. LeBron, yeah. Durant, Ka- Kawhi Leonard, and James Harden. Yep, like that. You're getting the two best players in the NBA with LeBron and KD. Facts. You got the best defensive player in the league with with Kawhi Leonard, and you have the best offensive player in the yeah. league with Harden. Like Forget that's just a crazy combination Forget of players. Then you got AD off the bench, Dame Dallas, Ben Simmons, Clay, Carl Anthony Towns. And D Wade as the uh, the ceremonial. I'm washed up, going into retirement. Pick and then you no, know, him and Dirk will get their ovation I, I, and, and change I, I, I love the the washed up pick off between yeah. Dwayne Wade and uh, Nowitzki. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, Giannis got the foreigner, and obviously LeBron got his boy. Like, that's just how, it how did Luka Doncic not make this All Star team, bro? It's a it's a it's a catastrophe. It's that's a, a travesty, it's, man. It, it's it's not it's not right. He definitely deserved it, um, but didn't he get he, voted in? I don't know what happened because last I checked, he was leading. Yeah, I think he was like second to LeBron in votes, and then all of a sudden it fell off or something. But from nah, a stat standpoint fixed. alone, the guy deserves it. I mean, the guy's been unbelievable. Unbelievable, man. Oh my god, he's well, he's mind blowingly facts. Let's go to North Dakota, man. I'm cold hey. just thinking about that. Marshall, what's <laughs> good, bro? He wants to talk about uh, DeAndre Jordan. And what the up, brother? Yo, Marshall, what's the what's the weather like in North Dakota right now, man? Oh, it is minus six, and it feels Ooh. like minus thirty-one. It's cold, brother. Wait, cold. wait, that, wait, wait, wait. That's Fahrenheit. <laughs> even, even still, if That's it was Celsius, Fahrenheit. it'd be worse, Jake. Oh my god. Oh man, if I can send you guys pictures, yeah, you guys wouldn't. Yeah. Minus. Wait, say that again. Yeah. Minus six. Minus five. My, 
Yeah, minus six, but it feels like thirty-one with the windshield. Oh my god! Oh my god! Man, god I was god I, I was hearing you. about that part like, about uh, a week or two ago. They said it was minus seventy with the windshield. Jesus, man. that's crazy! Oh well, yeah, I, it was horrible the last couple of days ago, but it was all right. Mm. But you're out here long enough, you you learn how to deal with it. You know what yeah. I mean? So. Yeah, of course, man. Of course. <clears throat> all right, so yeah, well, what's I your just point, have man? Some general questions, man. So, okay. Uh, so I've been listening to you guys' uh, YouTube station here for about a month, and I think it's the best YouTube channel out here for just NBA and just for Nick News and everything like that. So I like how you have the setup going. I don't Appreciate think anybody it. else on YouTube has a, a good setup like this. So so you guys just keep doing what you're doing, and then hopefully you get more subscribers. So I'll definitely be a subscriber Appreciate it, for man. a long time, brother. So Appreciate that, Marshall. Hey, no problem. And then uh, – Second general question, I think DeAndre Jordan, Nick's keeping DeAndre Jordan's a good move. Mm-hmm. I like that he's a veteran. He's been in L.A. He has the experience of the bright lights, you know, of a major, you know, uh, metropolitan city. So he's, he's going to be able to handle, you know, the bright lights of New York and hopefully be able to attract other talent towards New York. And yeah. I'm just a hopeful Nick fan for the, you know, for the future with these young players and everything like that. So, I'm just I'm I'm always positive about the New York Knicks. It's just and it goes back to like you said, it's building a culture and everything like that. And I believe that also with building a culture, you have to sell the city. Just like L.A. sold LeBron. LeBron had a house out there. He was doing yeah. like all his off the court ventures. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe if we had somebody to sell off the court ventures and like really get somebody to sell their brand you know, in New York and, like, expand their footprint, that would be a major win for attracting high-dollar, high-value, you know, targets as far as talent and everything like that. I don't know. Can you always talk about culture, culture, culture? Not yeah. only anybody's ever talked about selling the city. Like yeah. They sold well, L.A. to LeBron versus, yeah. like, Miami, you know right. what I mean? Because it was Miami. They had the Wayne Wade down there. They had the city, you know, yeah. bright lights, you know. That's nice true. weather. I think all that stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, hey, and, and appreciate the call, Marshall. Stay warm out there, man. Definitely stay warm. Um, I think the difference is, Jake, is is a couple things. I think LeBron already had aspirations of, of uh being in the entertainment business. He had his own production oh, company. He's got Mav Carter running that whole thing. They have, they have the agency business which Rich Paul is making. Which I'm sure LeBron is getting a kick out of everybody's contract that is on the clutch sports right now. You know what I mean? Which which is funny. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he already I, he already had those aspirations, but I think for here, it's got to be about basketball, man. It still has to be about basketball. Like these dudes, they know what New York is about. Some dudes don't want it. You know, you heard Paul George say it. Paul George is like, "Yo, I'm good in OKC." Um, even J.R. Smith said it, you know, even though Joe Kim Noah with his weak ass was like, oh, New York is too lit for me. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'd have to throw a little elbow at Joe. No, nah, I like stand. it. I like it. So if there, if there's one person you can throw jabs at constantly. It's, yeah. it's Joe Kim Yeah. No, I, I think in, in this age, I don't, the market, the, like we've seen, the market, it means less to these players, I think, but it has to be about basketball. We have to sell oh, these free agents out. on our young core, on the flexibility, on the coach. And on the management philosophy that, that we're going to bring forward into the future, man. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely has to be about basketball. Especially, yeah. like, the, the the Knicks, like, when you think about Knicks, you think about tough basketball still, even though we're 20 years removed from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
but you know, North Dakota, you know, it's funny that North Dakota brings up the weather because he brings up a, a fair point. Like we're talking about multi multi millionaires. They could spend the off season wherever they want, where the weather is nice and whatever. If they want to go to New York in the off season when the weather's actually like bearable, that's good. All I can say is that I'm happy that we didn't play the Warriors at home in the past week because then KD would have seen that it's like negative 10 here yeah. and he's going to have to be here throughout the winter. And that's a different time for New York where it's just brick after brick after brick. Thanks. You know, uh, it, I, I could definitely see the allure of playing in a warm weather city like Miami or L.A. or even Golden State. You know, they get great weather there, too. Mm-hmm. But, no, you're, you're absolutely right. It has to be about basketball at the Knicks. And, uh, you know, we have a fan base that is extremely passionate about pure basketball. I mean, whether or not they agree all the time is definitely not there because mm-hmm. they don't. But – if there's one thing at the end of the day that Knicks fans can all agree on, it's when they see good basketball or not. They haven't seen it in a while, but if they do see it, they'll know it. Yeah. And, um, you know, even after last night, Katie's comments like, man, you guys are trying to attack me in the media and this and that. I'm just trying to play basketball. Mm-hmm. Like people said that that was a bad look for New York. I didn't, New see, it. I didn't see it that way. You see me neither because people think that it's a bad look because New York's media can be so ruthless, which yeah. they are. But the thing is, is that I think that if any superstar brings any type of winning culture to the Knicks, we're going to have such a long leash for them. Like, it's so easy to be the superstar of New York, or, or at least the Knicks, maybe not the Yankees, but the Knicks, as long as you're winning. If you're winning, the media is going to treat you like a god. When you're and winning, you, they and, love you. Exactly. When, they, when you're winning, so, they love you. When they're losing, it's over with. And and yeah. I haven't seen that with one of the greatest to ever walk these city streets, man, Patrick Ewing, man. Yo, them days, I don't know if you remember, you might have been a little bit too young days. and Yo, them days, bro, article after article, back page after back page, you just used to show Patrick Ewing, knees wrapped up in like gigantic <laughs> bags of ice, trashing them. I mean, we ran him out of town, man. It, it was well, terrible. It, it listen, was terrible I, how I we mean, treated I, him I on was... the way out. I was young, but I definitely remember the the latter stages of Ewing. Yeah. Um, but but I was born into this Knicks stuff, um, not so much by my family, but just because I guess my brain just gravitated to the Knicks for whatever reason. Yeah, that's um, good. But, but Patrick Ewing was the first, like, idol I had in my life. Like, I worshipped him. Mm-hmm. I worshipped the ground he worked on. He was yeah, a man. god. And towards the end, it literally made me sick. I mean, my uncle stopped being a Knicks fan because of how much – how, how wrong we treated Patrick Ewing yeah. at the end, you know, 15 years straight with the Knicks, six, uh, 15 or 16, I think it was 16 straight with the Knicks. And then we traded him for scraps to the Seattle Supersonics with yep. Vin Baker, who never been, turned been out. Been cursed, been cursed ever since Jake. Been I mean, it was the first, since, it, it was the first of a laundry list of bad business moves that the Knicks made because, Facts. you know, superstars see that stuff and they're like, who the hell would want to play in New York when they treat their stars like that? Yep. It's not right. Absolutely, man. And um, shout out everybody once again in the chat. Um, on this on this KD topic, before we get to the phones, we're going to get back to the phones in a second. On this KD topic, you know, basically they were saying, for those of you that don't know, just to give you a background, they were basically saying how since the KP trade went down, you know, KD was basically hiding from the media, uh, was ducking the media after postgame, was skipping postgame press conferences, and last night must have been the first time that he met with the media in, in almost a week. And, um, you know, he let him have it, man. He, he let him have it. He basically said, he, he said, listen, I don't have nothing to do with the Knicks. <laughs> I don't know why KP got traded. 
you know, I'm just trying to play basketball. And I, I thought he handled it well. I thought he handled it well. I don't think it's a it's um, a negative in our situation. I just think these guys are tired of hearing about it, man. These guys are tired of hearing about it. I think me and you were, were talking because I felt like this is some of LeBron on steroids. Only because, only because of the um, expansion of media into social media now. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it was around when LeBron, some of LeBron, but it's even bigger now. You know uh, what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's way bigger. There's, there's not a person in, in the United States that isn't part of social media at this yeah. point. And if they yeah, are, yeah. I, I certainly don't know that. Yeah. But I, I think that last night was kind of funny because you saw the two different approaches of how to handle the media. There was the LeBron side and there was the KD side. Thanks. LeBron is a politician more so than than an athlete. Like mm-hmm. he is always trying to talk himself up to living up to his expectation when really, you know, LeBron coming into the league, if you said that he would have, you know, created super team after super team and wound up with three championships at the end of the day, you probably would have been unimpressed with his whole entire career. KD seems more of a basketball purist to me. Like he just wants his game to do the talking and he doesn't love the media. Um, and I didn't have a problem with what KD's. So like you had LeBron last night sticking up for Harrison Barnes getting benched mid game because he got traded mid game. Yeah, he got traded mid game. He, he tried to simultaneously take the side of the player while also bashing the team, while also sticking up for the team because he's actively shopping his whole entire <laughs> team. It was, like, it, it was a crazy, crazy Instagram yeah. post that made absolutely no sense. I don't know what was going through his mind. When he's he, drinking uh, that when wine, he man. He's, he's drinking that but, aged, that extra aged wine, that vino. That's a fact. And, like, he was straight politicking the whole entire yeah. time. Yeah. And then, meanwhile, you got KD getting up to the podium, like, smashing the reporters – literally saying he doesn't trust them and he just wants to go out and play basketball. And I started getting to a debate with the kids that I work with about like the two ways that these were handled. And I said, I prefer the KD way any day of the week. Like, Definitely. yeah, maybe he doesn't, you know, mess with the media that much. He doesn't like the media, but what he said was true. And I believe it. You gotta leave he him just alone, wants man. to play basketball, you know, like you I like that. Alone. You gotta, you gotta leave him alone. Just let him play, man. These dudes are trying to win a championship. Like, you don't, the, the whole thing, of course, they're on social media hearing it every day. Of course, the teammate is getting asked about it every day. They, they, the media's got to get off of it, man. I mean, listen, media's doing their job. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I mean, the media's you, doing you, their you job. You can't stop the media from can't doing stop that. Them from doing questions. their job. It's a hot topic, and they get paid to they get paid to cover the hot topic because that's what people want to see. It's a big business. Big business. But at the same time, you got to understand, it has to be a balance. You got to understand the player side of things. Let's let them play. Like the whole Kyrie thing last week when he was here was just cringeworthy, bro. Cringe. I cringed when um, Ka- uh, Cassie Hubbard from ESPN was on the, doing a post-game interview and was like, oh, so what do you think about the Knicks? And the Knicks, I'm just like, yo, he plays for the Celtics. <laughs> like, ask him <laughs> about his team. Yeah, right? Like, and, and that's honestly what turns people off to the Knicks, I think, in this weird situation mm. because – they get asked more about the Knicks than they do about what, how do you think about Draymond Green? Is his shooting ever going to come right, along? Like, right. and, and instead of like being able to stick up for his teammates, he's forced to talk about a team that he's not a part of. And like, it just draws their minds. Like, what am I going to have to deal with? If I actually become a Nick and like, obviously media, they get paid a lot of money mm-hmm. to stir controversy. Controversy sells. Controversy and sells, bro. And without selling, you don't get newspapers, you don't get radio, you don't get TV, you don't get any of this. So when you sell controversy, you get your content and everything. But it turns these players off a little bit. 
and it, it, it's part of the problem with with um, with everything because New York's a major media market, and they're going to try oh, yeah. to make it like everything is centered around New York, even true if it indeed. has absolutely nothing to do with New York, as we saw yesterday. True indeed, true indeed, man. Well said. All right, let's go to the phones. Back to the phones. We'll, we'll finish off with uh, we got a couple calls in the deck, um, so just keep it quick. Delano's up first. What's good, Delano? Let's talk about AD. Hey. Hey, what's going on? How's everybody doing? Chillin' chillin', bro. How you feeling? I'm good. Good money. You know what I'm saying? Um, listen, about the um, Anthony Davis thing, um, I know, uh, I think it was Jason or uh, I can't remember the homie's name that was calling. Uh, but, no, nah, I think uh, I think if we had the opportunity to trade for AD um, and maybe using the first-round pick, I would do it because the one thing that Anthony Davis never had was sufficient health. You basically, you know what I'm saying, had him and Drew Holiday, and that's it. If we had the opportunity to get him along with Durant and another uh, top-flight free agent, then you've given him more help than he's had in his whole career. So you take that pressure off of him. So the injury-prone situation, that's not going to be something that's reoccurring. With You look at what happened with Porzingis. Porzingis was coming off you know, an all-star year, but... Who was his second? Who was his second in command? Who was his his, his next guy? It was Tim Hardaway Jr. And he yeah. was coming off an injury, so his games that he would have to single handedly uh, keep us in games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you know, I, I don't, I wouldn't immediately write off um, a trade for Anthony Davis as long as it wasn't uh, some something unreasonable. Like if you're telling me like the first the first pick of the draft, because we really don't know what Zion's gonna be. We have right. a lot of. Aspirations. We have a lot of speculation, but we don't know what he's going to turn out to be. He could turn from he could be LeBron, or he could be um, he could be Kenneth Fareed. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We don't know what he could be. He could be Anthony Bennett. So there's a whole bunch of things that he could be. Yeah, you know, (laughs) yeah. So there's no guarantee with him, but Mm -hmm. at least with Davis, you know what you're getting. You know what I mean? To to a degree. Um. So, you know, but but I'm I'm loving, you know, it's funny. I am loving the fact that we got rid of Cantor. Mm-hmm. Um It was time, man. That, Thank God. Was, I think it that was, was, it was 100% time. Yeah, absolutely. Cantor needed um, to go. He needed to go, man. I was tired of him. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the antics was ridiculous, but I find it funny that he was the one that was talking heavily about recruiting KB and you're the goner. But yeah, was he, that was the whole you funny know, I, thing. I, it was like he was always talking about KD to the Knicks. It was like, come hella high water, you have to leave for this to happen. Yeah, but we got we got uh, you know DeAndre Jordan, and, and I, honestly, like you know, our future does look a little bit brighter. You know, yeah. even if we even my thing is this: even if we don't get everybody, didn't it feel good against Memphis to see that every single Nick player played defense? It, yeah, I mean, listen, it, it was good to see the effort. It was good to see the effort. Um, uh, you know, I'm not going to lie. I, I would love to see the effort with, with KP here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm not going to lie. I would, I would have loved to see it with him here. If we could, if, oh, shit, my fault. If, yeah, listen, if we had kept him, it would have been great. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm, even with that, that's a sacrifice you got to make. Because look at what we did. We got rid of two contracts that we needed to get rid of. Yeah. Then Hardaway Jr. and Courtney Lee. We've been well, saying that for the beginning of the season, that we need to get rid of those guys. Mm-hmm. And we got rid of them in one fell swoop. So, like I said, maybe it's not what we wanted and, you know, trying to resurrect our, you know, our franchise with keeping KP. But 
a sacrifice had to be made, and you know, I, I got to live with that. You know what I mean? I got um, you. But at the end of the day, you know, like I said, I, I'm just I'm, I'm happy with you know the way the um, fact that you know that people are actually looking at us and taking us seriously because mm-hmm. we wasn't getting no interviews. We got turned down for interviews. Yeah. For uh, free agency. Now it looks like people are looking at us and hey, I, I might want to come play, you know, for the orange and blue. So I, I love it. You know what I mean? Okay. I appreciate the call, bro. Appreciate the call, man. Hey, man, keep doing your thing. I love the show, man. Appreciate you, bro. Always appreciate the support, Delano. Um, Isaiah is with us. Isaiah, what's good, man? Wants to talk about the can of buyout. How you feeling, bro? Hey, what's feeling, going man? on? going on, Nick fan? What's going on, Jake from State Farm? <laughs> I was waiting for somebody I to come with the name. Jake I from was State like, Farm. Yeah. On my personal I Instagram listen, account. Man, I was ready, man. <laughs> on, my per- on my personal Instagram account on my handle, I wrote, at State Farm, ruined my name. <laughs> it's all good, man. It's all good. <laughs> all right, Isaiah, what's good, man? Make it quick. I got to eat dinner tonight, man. Oh, man. <laughs> I- listen, it's Ennis it's, it's, it's Cancer. Yeah, but, you know we got rid of him. He was. Um, I'm glad that happened. Now we can fully, you know, we get some guys with some 10 day contracts. Now we can, um, you know, embrace the culture. We actually, you know, it was crazy. People haven't been noticing. We've been playing a great defense. We've been having people. We've been keeping people under 100 points. It is we haven't scored 100 points. Right. Oh man, but, we haven't know, scored we 100 take the points in decades, man. But, <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, I mean, we're playing better defense ever since, you know, Kansas has been sitting. Um, you know, I mean, I'm excited for free agency. You know, I wish the media would stop talking to Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving because I feel like, oh, it's annoying, like, um, like Jake said, you know. I said it's annoying. They need to let it go. Yeah, like, you it, know, like Jake was saying really earlier, you know, chance. listen, let these guys just play ball because I do feel like we're in the play for them. But stop pissing them off and stop making them rethink of coming to us because – you keep talking to them, and it gets annoying. And like you said, it was I was cringing when Kyrie, when the lady asked Kyrie, oh, man. how do you feel about this? It, it was, was like, terrible, man. He's on the Celtics. Yeah, it was I mean, terrible, come on, now. Man. You're just making – where's where's Rebecca Hall when you need her? Oh, <laughs> man. I, I'm, like, I'm telling you, bro. And it's just cringeworthy because, like, dude, and, you got, and now you have KD publicly saying, publicly saying our name, not mm-hmm. in a good way at, to a certain extent, but it's like, dude, media – let it go. They, they gotta let it go. Man. January first, we will see what's going on. Facts. And like I said, I, I I think we're in play for them, but stop pissing them off. True, let them man. play basketball and let the chips fall where they fall. True indeed. True indeed, man. All right, Isaiah, appreciate it, man. That's a fact, Jake. That's a fact. I don't think and, it hurts our chances, but it's just like leave us out of this, man. I definitely think it doesn't help our chances. Like I I I agree that it may not hurt our chances. I mean, chances are that um, these guys are completely aware of what New York is and what comes along with it before these questions even surface. Mm-hmm. But you know, it, it brings negative attention to the Knicks. When, yeah, exactly. When they're getting asked about the Knicks and they're on the Warriors, like just keep our names out of your mouth. You, Facts. you're the reporter. Shut, shut up. You know, Facts. we don't want Facts. you to talk on behalf of us. That's all. That's all. That's it. That's Not all. too much as. Simple and plain, man. All right, next up on the docket, um, Banger from New Jersey wants to chime in on, on KP and the deadline. Banger, what's good, bro? Yo, yo, yo. What up, CP? What up, Jay? How you feeling, bro? Not much, man. You know, been listening to you for a, time, a couple uh, months now. It's my first time calling in. Yeah, appreciate so you, man. So, hashtag new. 
Hashtag new. There you go. Welcome to yeah, the man. show, so, bro. <laughs> so this one on the time, I'm gonna be quick. Yeah. Uh, love that kid that was calling. He was annoying. Yes. Um, and on, when the caller, like anybody that's a Knicks fan, right, should know better than to say what he said. What guard? And this is dead ass. What guard have we had? Don't say Stephon Marbury neither. It's better than Dennis Smith Jr. And, and See, clock if, if you're just talking about talent, then yeah, it's going to be Steph. Good. If you're talking about wins, then of oh. course not. If you're talking about talent, then it's the last exactly. good one was. But Steph. I'm talking about the skill set, like the skill set. Did you watching Dennis Smith? He looked like he controlling the area. Like when he comes up the court, he looked like he's about to take over. Like I'm not scared coming past the half court line. People like Frank. The Chris Child, even though mm. I loved him, all of them point guards, they was not on. We we, we never had that. It was no. them, and then we was going against the Allen Iversons, Steve Francis, killing us. We never had good guards. Yeah, please let all Nick fans need to stop lying to themselves. Besides, Mark Jackson at the point running with Pat. True, we never had no good guards. So thank you, Dennis Smith, for coming. We never had good guards. Yeah, all right, appreciate it. I want to shout out the chat real quick. Right, Joe yeah. Curry saying Michael Ray Richardson. There you go. He's, he's not wrong. I mean, if he there wasn't such a big cokehead, he would have been a fantastic player. Facts, facts, <laughs> facts. But we got to get, I mean, listen, if we, like I say, if we're talking about skills, just pure skills, then the last 20 years, Steph is up there. You have to give it to him. I, right? I mean, no, there's, there's, there's no doubt. I mean, the last caller, I mean, he brought up a good point. Dennis Smith Jr. is definitely up there in terms of talented Knicks guards. He has but potential. I think he has potential. He definitely has the potential to be a game-changing guard. But he's criminally underselling what Stephon Marbury yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. Stephon came, Marbury came was like Carmelo Anthony. He was as good as anybody. He yeah. just had a horrible team around him. Yeah, yeah. And, and, he, and just mentally he just wasn't there, as we've seen over and over again. Yeah, yeah, he definitely yeah, had a couple breakdowns in there. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. All right, a couple more calls, man. I got to eat dinner and get out of here. Um, Jamal from Jersey uh, says the Knicks aren't to blame for trading Cantor. So Jamal wants to counter Jake's point, I think. Jamal, what's up, bro? Cantor? Or KP? So KP. Did up, I say Cantor? Um, KP. Yeah, I was just talking about the KP thing, which I'm basically over, but he yeah. ran himself out of town. He overplayed his hand. He wanted his family and friends and everybody working for the team like Carmelo and Steph had. Mm-hmm. And he just was disgruntled for a guy that never played. And he was injury prone before the ACL. So I'm just glad our front office was ready and moved him out like a smooth criminal. And now we can move on. There we go. My second thing is guys are Absolutely insane if they think Stefan Marbury wasn't the truth because he was. He was. Stefan Marbury was better than Dennis insane. Smith Jr. Ross Strickland was better than Dennis Smith Jr. Definitely. Mark Jackson was better than Dennis Smith Jr. Yeah. And that's just off the top of my head. Yeah, yeah. Easily. The easily. last thing DSJ is. DSJ got a long way to go, man. He, he's just potential right. right now. Yeah, people are like selling themselves on the Dennis Smith Jr. after 125 he, point performance. Like, you got to relax. Right. I like him. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. come on. Nice. Let's Good keep play. our shorts on here. Mm hmm. The last point is with free agency, especially with these guys like LeBron and KD level, these guys choose their franchise. You think these young millionaires that's at the top of their profession is really coming on meetings and stuff in the summer and you're selling them on playing here? These guys have brand and business partners that tell them, listen, if you play in New York, this will grow like this. You will sell X amount of shoes. 
there's no pitch that you're giving these guys. Yeah, yeah. they already got that it. That make them want to play for you. Yeah, it's yeah. predetermined they, they where they're going. Yeah, they know. They know what they want to. They do. know this they know already. What they do. Yeah, definitely, man. But, the public don't know this. LeBron chose to end his career for his second phase of life yeah, in L.A. Definitely. They did not sell him or pitch him on yeah. anything. No, that's true. That's true. All right, Jamal. Appreciate so, the call, man. Um, Mike from Maryland's up. He wants to talk about the KP trade. Mike, what's good, bro? What's up, man? First time calling. How y'all doing? Good, man. Welcome to the show. What's up? What's up? All right. A couple points real quick. Um, one when, when everybody come around and say Knicks strike out in the free agency, I, I just disagree. Um, one time we had LeBron, of course he struck out, but who did, who did LeBron meet with? He met with the Knicks. Yeah. He was one of the people on his list. One of the only, what, three, four teams. It was, um, if Miami, I remember right, it was the Knicks, it was the Nets, it was uh, Miami Heat and the Bulls and maybe the Clippers. I don't remember if the Clippers were in that group. Maybe the Clippers. Er- AD trade, Knicks is on the list. Kyrie Irving trade, Knicks is on the list. We had one other opportunity uh, we had from Cat Room when we had Melo. Yeah. But Marcus R just said himself that he was going to come, but Phil Jackson didn't want him to play center and not power forward, so he decided to leave. But Marcus R just was going to come and join the Knicks. I don't know how so, I don't know how sure that was, but he did say out. that was one of the reasons why but, he didn't I mean, want to meet. LaMarcus Argus said he's strongly considered coming to join the Knicks, but the whole thing with, you know, Phil Jackson and he wanted him to play center and KP to play power, he decided to move on, but he said he was strongly considerate. Yeah. He met with the Knicks. Mm-hmm. We, canceled, we canceled the meeting at the last minute inside Robin Lopez. That was Phil Jackson's stupidness. <laughs> but he canceled the list. We, every, every free agent that ever – was available when we actually had cap space. We had meetings with. That's all you. Yeah, can but Mike, I, I, I need I need signatures, Mike. I need signatures. No more talk, man. But how many opportunities I, have we had? We, we need to cash like, in now, man. And I remember in my lifetime. We need to cash in and appreciate the call, man. Jake, we need we need signatures now, man. That's what I'm saying. Like enough it, talk. It, it, there's so many media-driven storylines that, oh, they have a short list, the Knicks are on it. If I had a penny for every player you know, that had a short list, everybody, the Knicks were on it, I would be a wealthy, man. wealthy man. Everybody every wants to play for the Knicks. Nobody comes to the Knicks. Nobody like, comes. You say how many times we struck out on uh, on free agency? You could say like almost infinite times. I feel well, like okay. every player All right, wants to To his point, to his credit, all right? All right, I'll give him his point. Um, LeBron... The second time around, LeBron didn't even give us the meeting. So that the only time we had the meeting with LeBron was 2010. I'm talking about the guys that even just just. Um, I'm talking about anybody. Like literally. I'm talking about dudes that actually meant make it make a difference. KD, that first time, KD when he left um, OKC for Golden State, didn't give us the meeting when Phil was here. Yeah, yeah. And it he was, was Lamarcus Aldridge. It was those three. Lamarcus Aldridge. Um... Trying to remember, and I don't even consider Lamarcus Aldridge anything that all spectacular. But I'm just talking about profile, high caliber profile players that uh, were within our radar within the last, say, ten years. Yeah, um, uh, and most of that time we didn't have the money for them anyway. Yeah, that's a that's a yeah. fact. I mean, like, listen, t- 2010 is definitely the the time that we struck out. That will always, you know, let me be rationally upset about you know throwing all our chips on banking on free agency because the mm-hmm. one time we tried to do it it backfired 
incredibly and right. it set us back for 10 years here we are 10 years later and we haven't done anything besides one decent year in 2000 well not decent that year was incredible but 2012 but the fact that our best year was a was a second seed in the east and a second round elimination to the indiana pacers is a joke so if it backfires if we strike out on KD, Kyrie, Kemba, and we wind up with like, say, say the Philly boys, like they don't resign Tobias Harris and Jimmy Butler. Say we get Jimmy Butler and Tobias Harris in free agency. And, you know, the Knicks front office tries to do that thing that they always try to do and try to spin it and be like, oh, nah. my God, we got Tobias Harris and Jimmy Butler. Are you going to be excited? Is, no is that is that worth it? I, I, like, want, no. I want no parts of Jimmy Butler on this team. No parts. Yeah. I, I want no I, parts of Jimmy you. Butler on this the team. The only – and this is part of my KP trade take is that the only way that this trade pays off in clearing up cap space mm-hmm. is if the Knicks have inside information that they are going to get KD. Yeah. The only way it works is if you get KD and some sort of combination of, you know, Kyrie, Kemba, I, I wouldn't even say Kawhi is off the table, but mm-hmm. you need KD in this situation. You need to land the superstar and you put the chips in the middle of the tail by tra- trading KP. And if that doesn't happen, I'll probably be upset. Hey, all, all fair points, man. All, all, all fair points. Um, once again, shout out everybody in the chat. Hit that thumbs up button for your boys. If you haven't subscribed to the channel and you're first time watching, we had we had a lot of first time callers today, so appreciate the first time callers. But if this is your first time watching, um, this is Knicks Fan TV. You're also watching this on the Nick of Time show. Uh, Jake is from the Linux Podcast. You know, we're giving you that Knicks independent media, unbiased. Uh, takes, uh, and this is the home for you, man. If this, if you're a diehard Knicks fan, you have to subscribe to the channel, hit the notification bell so you don't miss any future shows. Um, today's episode, we just recapped the trade deadline that wasn't for the Knicks. Obviously, the KP trade took you know all the wind out of the sails, and and today was just uh, parting ways day. Today was buyout day for uh, Ennis Cantor and Wesley Matthews. So those those guys are moving on. Thank God Canner's gone and, and Matthews wasn't here long enough for us to really care. So, yeah, man, that, that's the story. These shows are also available in audio format. For those of you going to work tomorrow, you missed today's show. It's in audio format, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, on the Knicks Fan TV. Uh, we also replay these shows. For those of you that want to chat live with other Knicks fans from around the world, these replay into the morning and into the next day. So you'll have an opportunity to still watch this on a replay, but still chat with other Knicks fans. All right, Jake, let's take two more calls and then, then we'll cut out. Um, let's go to JJ from Brooklyn. He wants to talk free agency. JJ, what's going on, bro? Hello? Yo, what's good, bro? Yo, what's going on? How you guys doing, man? Chilling, chilling, man. How you feeling? Good, good. Just one real quick. You mm-hmm. know, you, I'd rather do in free agency. If we're not getting, you know, Kyrie Durant, I'd rather just save the money. Maybe next year we get some free Actually, never mind. I'm looking at the free class the following year. The best one is like Draymond Green. Never mind. No, I want no like, I'd, I'd rather I do nothing, that. though. I yeah. don't want to spend it on But, rem- but and, remember, though, remember, you know, with the cap space, Jake, you could use some of that cap to trade for a guy, you know, or trade for a pick. You know, you have yeah, some flexibility have to give still. Yeah, up our young pieces, you know. You, you have some flexibility still. What about like a Bradley Beal? What do you guys think about like a Bradley Beal? 
if you if, if you if you could get him on a decent. Yeah, then we're gonna have to give up assets, you know. Yeah, you're gonna have to give up a a, a, a couple, but you're not giving up. Yeah, the I love Beal. I would trade for Beal in a heartbeat. If I'm saying if we can get Kyrie and KD instead of going for AD, maybe a Bradley Beal, maybe a cheaper trade, and still improve the team. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I, I mean, like, if you – I love Brad. I've been on the Bradley Beal fan club for, for a long, long time now. Yeah. Um, I think that – I mean, I, I think – I mean, he just got paid a lot. And um, mm-hmm. I think he's worth the contract. It just depends on what you're going to have to give up for him. Like, you know, it's not an AD situation where, you know, you, you can afford to break the bank for him a little bit. Like, I, I'm not trading – the number one pick in the draft for no 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 Bradley. no no absolutely not yeah. absolutely I think it would be a cheaper I think it would be a cheaper um, alternative to, to to going after AD and not having to deplete your whole roster for him. Depending, I mean, you know, a- Alex Collins in the chat just said exactly what my list would be: one AD, two Damian Lillard, and three Beal. Dame I think the Portland Trailblazers would listen to offers for Damian Dallas. No, I'm Dame only Lillard. I'm only saying Beal if we get the two. If we get the two heads. And you're trying to get another upgrade. I would potentially explore Beal. I wouldn't bring Beal by himself. No, nah, hell no. No, no, no. No, no. There's no doubt though. That I mean, Beal's a, a an interesting prospect, if nothing else. Yeah, I would. I would get Beal if he's my third guy, not first, not second. Oh, if he's a oh, third of course, guy, of course, of yeah. course. Dame Dollars. I'm. I'm always. I'm always intrigued by Dame Dollars. Dame, Dame Dollar. Not. Not only would he like. Be an incredible player because he is an incredible player. Yeah, New York would love Dame Dollar. Oh, like, of course. Between, between like his freestyle Fridays of and everything course. like that, like he's one of the most likable personalities in the entire NBA. Right, now. Dame Dollars is tailor made for New York, man. I, I love oh, him as God. a player, man. Perfect. And um, and, and he, he's hard too. He was, um, yeah. you know, an Oakland native. You know, like he he's he's got a he's little bit of New it. York written in him too. So he, I like he, he's built for it, man. All right, Jake. Um, last call of the night. Because, you know, we want to bring it quick. I know we got some more calls in the queue, but we can't get to everything. Um, this one's a different one. Dr. Shaw from Nashville wants to talk about how social media kills sports. Dr. Shaw, what do you, what do you mean, man? Oh, man. I mean, I know it's a touchy subject and all, man. But, yeah. you know, think about the clubhouse for the players. It's like, hi, KD, he didn't go on no rant, but, but damn, you know. Enough's enough. Yeah, you know, yeah. they don't want to hear about that, man. And yeah. the and Stephen A. Smith and all them in, on on the daytime shows. What mm-hmm. all they talk about, man? I ain't never seen that. So many people talk about LeBron every day. Yeah. They didn't do that to Kobe and Shaqville. Yeah. Damn. So right? what do you think about Knicks fan TV, man? <laughs> I mean, no, no. I mean, not you know. For, I, 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 love, I'm, I die orange and blue in Nashville, man. Trust me. Right, cool, I love, cool, 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 cool. I love y'all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's just like you know how to free, you know how the social media course, is. Of course, they of course. Clown each other. Now, now, if I was, if I was on a league, I well, I don't know if I could tell they can't, they can't have no cell phones and no shit like that. You mm-hmm, know, but mm-hmm. excuse me, but. Uh, uh, it's, it's it's just a lot with social media that comes along with it, and, and it get in a like the D'Angelo Russell situation. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's like the younger That's, generation. That, and at the clubhouse, need to remain remain in the clubhouse regardless of what go on. Right. Nothing social media should be putting out there, and and it's an influence, fellas. You know what I'm saying? I know it's touchy, but yeah. it is what it is on that. Yeah. That, but, true. hey, as far as the commentary, with all what y'all do, I, I, I love it. I, love it. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. <laughs> appreciate it, man. That's what it is, man. Dr. Shaw, man, hold it down That's in Nashville for us, bro. Sure will. Yes, sir. 
All right, all right. That was Dr. Shaw. And Dave, I'm going to shut down the phones and before we close out. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, he has a point, right, Jake? I think the social media is it's, it's a double-edged sword. I think it, it uh, sometimes it could be information overload. Um, as players, obviously, we're not in the player's shoes, but obviously, as a player, where your every move, your every thought, your every uh, assumption is, is scrutinized, overanalyzed, uh, embellished, you know what I'm saying? It could be a detriment. Yeah. It could be a detriment. Oh, no, there, there, there's no doubt that the social media um, time that we're in right now is uh, it, it, it adds a new dimension to sports. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it, I can't say that it, that it ruins it necessarily just because, like, you know, you personally can get off of social media if you are so inclined to. All these NBA players, if they wanted to block, block out the noise, they can literally block out the noise. They can shut off their social media. They choose to be a part of it, and it's part of the game at this point. I mean, whether you're promoting your businesses, promoting yourself, whatever it is, but it, I don't think it's as hard as people make it out to be to not be a part of this social media thing. I think that we all want to be a part of it. So collaborative, collaboratively, we are a part of it. You know what I'm saying? Part like, of it, man. We're all a part of it, man. And, you know, listen, as long as we doing it to promote good, we're promoting the Knicks. I look at myself as an extension of the team, a promotion of the team. They don't get the fans involved like we do. You know what I mean? This is what Knicks Fan TV is all about. It's all about uh, building a community of fans to get their point across on the team. Because we, I mean, we are an extension of the team. You know what I mean? We are the sixth man. Uh, we pay for the seats. We pay for the jerseys and all the memorabilia. We, we ride with the team, blood, sweat, and tears. You know, 10 wins and all, tank and all. That's what it's all about, man. But uh, good show, good show, Jake. Good show, man. Uh, I'll let, let you sign out. Um, so, you know, promote your shows. Let them know where they can find you at, man. All right. Uh, well, we're going to be teaming up with CP and Knicks Fan TV. My brother and I will be coming live. Our podcast is going on YouTube Live shortly. We just figured out all the technology. So give it a week or two. We will release our first videos. You can subscribe now. Get your early access. Um, B Lennox, that's L-E-K-N-I-C-K-S. Um, we're going to be on YouTube Live. And we're going to have an audio version on SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, uh, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, so wherever you want. Um, you can find our podcast at, and you know, yes, yeah, sir. thanks for having me on, CP. Appreciate, Appreciate you, Jake. Last, last minute impromptu stream, and uh, shout out to everybody for watching, man. We had a good turnout today, maybe about 400 people. So, shout out to everybody that watched the impromptu trade deadline show. Um, tomorrow night, uh, JLs will be back, Knicks Pistons post game live right here on Knicks Fan TV, right here on the Nick of Time show at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, Friday night, Knicks as usual. Um, the merch is up for those of you have that have been copying merch, copying your Mitch please tees and hoodies and all that. Uh, there's a link in the video description to the merch. Um, shout out to everybody who's been supporting uh, on that light. And uh, once again, man, this show is available in audio format for those of you who can't watch it on YouTube whenever at your convenience. It's on Spotify. It's on Google Play. It's on iTunes. It's on Stitcher. On the Knicks Fan TV. So definitely um, check out the show in audio format. Follow me on social media, man. Knicks Fan TV, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I'm on all three actively. So whichever we use the most, hit us up. Um, the Twitter group is going well. Shout out to everybody who's in the Twitter chat. I'm going to open up another one. I think we've reached the max, which is 50. So I'm going to open up another one. The way you get into the Twitter chat is, dream, is share this show on Twitter 
with the hashtag PostGameNYK. It's coming across the ticket right now. PostGameNYK. Share this video on Twitter with PostGameNYK is the hashtag. And I'll throw you guys in the Twitter group tonight. All right. So um, until then, man, I'll see you guys tomorrow, man. Peace. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.